Hello and welcome back to We Not Me, the podcast where we explore how humans connect to get stuff done together. I'm Dan Hammond. And I am Lee. And I can touch you because we... You can. I'm reporting you to HR. <laughs> we are here in front of your wife. Touching. Uh, no, we are here because I have flown over to the to England for a wonderful family wedding. And we are currently doing this podcast in the Swan, in Marbury, in the middle of the Cheshire countryside, after a thousand days of working virtually. Yeah, not seeing amazing. Ever. It's amazing to see you. We actually had one of our guests ask me um, just recently, is, is Pia actually in Australia? Yeah, you have been yeah. for over a thousand days. It was February 2019 when I last saw you. And um, yeah, amazing to be together to record this podcast as well. But we're not alone, Pierre. No, we as are you just not mentioned, no. We have with us the lovely oh. Mrs. Hammond, oh. also known as Juliet. And we're delighted to have you with us today. Hello to both of you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute oh. pleasure, an absolute pleasure. So apart from if we can suppress our excitement um, for a minute, would you, would you, we're here to talk to you about some um, some research you've just completed. But why don't you tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, so I started life as an economist. I worked for Unilever, um, providing economic advice, specifically looking at South America. Uh, which was an absolutely wonderful um, and fascinating time. I then moved into strategy consulting and spent most of my time in strategy consulting, a little bit of a trip out to investment banking, but I saw sense fairly fast. <laughs> Legged it um, back again. <laughs> got back into uh, strategy consulting. And then actually when our kids were little, I went back to university and did a degree in psychology. And the combination of economics and psychology led me somehow to leadership. And so I then started working in leadership but mostly always on the data side. And so data has been my happy place and uh, my interest. Wow. And what's your role today? So today I'd like to share with you some findings from our latest research that we do every year in partnership with the London School of Economics. So we support students on the um, HR and Organisation Design Masters course. And we work in partnership on a research project each year. And this year, we have been looking at hybrid teams. And I should say, you're here in your role as the business analyst at Squadify, because at Squadify, we say that nepotism is okay as long as you keep it in the keep family. Keep it in the family. And yeah, in every the time. And in and the pub. pub. Exactly. What's wrong? Exactly. I mean, so, I think really, we, yeah, <laughs> this is all about being intentional. That's right. right yeah, we made some deliberate choices here. So, um, so yeah, welcome. We're looking forward to hearing it. So Thank tell you. us a little bit more about, let's get stuck in. Talk to us about the scope and how it worked and what are we hearing? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this project is looking at um, Squadify scores across the entire population of teams that have used Squadify, um, but taking a, a slightly different angle in that we were looking at uh, people's attitudes to teamwork. So typically teams that uh, complete Squadify answer the questions twice, um, once for the importance of the conditions in the team and then a second time for the presence of those conditions. And in that way, they're able to define what's really important for them as a team, and then they can assess how they're doing. So this time, we really wanted to focus in on that first set of questions. So what's important for you? And try and understand the differences in attitudes and priorities for hybrid teams versus face-to-face -face teams. So I want to say some, just something in context here. When we started Squadify, we had a bit, I remember you and I talking about this, and we thought, 
God, if I was just going to score this, because it's a race of one to five, this is probably going to be a bit of a, a dud piece of information and a bit futile because, of course, everyone's just going to give it fives for all the questions. And then what happens? And then actually it's turned out to be incredibly revealing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. And actually there's quite a variation in important scores. Yeah. And what's really interesting is, is understanding that, of course, for a sales team, there are going to be different priorities of what's important versus an R&D team or an mm. HR team. And so in that way, we help the teams to really define what's important for them and then score themselves against their own objectives as a, for teamwork as opposed to a generic set of, of, of measures. And it changes over time, doesn't it? So a team might see something's important now and then in three months see something else important. So you're really customising your responses, aren't you, each time, I think. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I think Brilliant. we saw that in our previous research um, on teams that had gone through the COVID experience yeah. and seeing how those scores changed as their priorities changed over time and they moved much more to uh, pay attention to people and relationships as as they went through the COVID experience. Perfect. But this is slightly different. Yes, indeed. And so we thought for this podcast, we might hear the insights and then actually talk around a little bit, sharing our own experience of working as yeah. um, as a hybrid remote team. Um, because we work with people around the world that we never see pretty much. Obviously, you and I see each other, yeah. but pretty much no, we, we, we have You're people the in the Philippines. We're the lucky two, but exactly. But we have uh, the development, development teams in, in uh, Colombia, we have people in Spain. So we are dispersed. So I thought we could share some of the things mm. we've learned and done around how we've managed to, we, I would say, thrive in this, uh, in this remote environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what did you find? Well, there are some fascinating um, outcomes from this research. I'll start with the first one, which seems really simple, but actually is incredibly insightful. So we compared um, fully virtual and hybrid together with face-to-face -face teams. And one of the, the first uh, insight is that the important scores for every single condition in Squadify was higher for hybrid teams than for face-to-face -face teams. And I think what this is revealing is that actually, and what we heard in the interviews that we did as part of this research, is that for hybrid teams, the actual concept of teamwork is more important. They've really recognised that teamwork is a key part of how they get stuff done. I was delighted by this finding because it put data behind a hunch or even something I've been saying quite as, as a fact for a while, which is, you know, this remote working has lowered the water level. I think we'll start to see more things. I think people in offices sort of have the illusion of teamwork very often because yes. you sit around a table. But actually, when you're away from each other, it's all revealed that actually some of those things, those conditions were never present, but now it's more visible. And I think so, and also the clarity. So hybrid could be that we yes. could see each other three times a week true. or we could see each other three times a year. So that's also yeah, a big true. difference it's, there. Yeah. But I think what we tend to do as humans is, the situation changes, but we still think we can use an old plan. The old tools, yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, but, and so when I think of us, we, you know, in these thousand days, we've had a pandemic. We've had personal life changes. We've had changes of where we're living, yeah. um, as well as the usual undulations of, you know, <clears throat> just yeah. living in the glorious 50s. And, and yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have to be, you've got to be quite intentional and realise yes. that that's not to grumble against the fact that you don't see one no. another, but actually embrace it. 
And that's what makes, I think, sometimes those important scores higher because you just have to embrace. It yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've got to yeah. do in order to be able to make it work. I think so. I think that intentionality is going to come through a lot here. And and also that piece of being a part makes people really notice. And I think it's a really great. It's coming back to our humanity, which is that we see connection as more important. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. And actually, one of the things that came through in the early research from the students when they were looking at the literature behind this was that, of course, virtual teams are, when they're set up, the intention is that they give you the opportunity to create diversity, to tap into a global uh, pool of talent. And of course, a lot of the teams that we're looking at now that are virtual or hybrid weren't set up intentionally. They've become hybrid Mm. because of the fact of COVID and lockdowns. That's right. So you're not necessarily getting those benefits. And so you've got to work a little harder to make hybrid work because you you're not getting the upsides and you need to counter the downsides. That's a great point. But there's a, and there's a key part of that because if you have to work a little bit harder, we sometimes might do that and feel irritated that we yeah. have to work harder. It's, I think it's not even harder. It's different. It's just yeah, that's different. true. Yes. So it's a bit like, you know, yeah, yeah. here I am, you know, in, in back in England, but and a, a Brit living in Aussie. And what I used to get, so, you know, how is it? Is it better or worse? Well, no. It's just they're just different. Yeah, different. yeah. They're just different. So I think that's what it is. Yeah. So work with what is and make yes. that important. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Great start. All right. Great what start. What else? What, what, what else do we get? Yeah, absolutely. I know. We, we, <laughs> we've got cocktails shaking. We've got the old coffee machine going. I'm hoping that our voices. What have we got next? Okay, so the second finding was that teams have, um, that hybrid teams have a tendency to be more task and transactionally focused, um, which probably isn't a huge surprise when people are located in different places and not seeing each other quite as often. Um, It's very easy to be drawn into that area where I just know what I'm doing and I've got to get on and do it. But there is obviously a danger that that means that you become task focus at the expense of building relationships or yeah. taking time to think strategically. Mm. I think we, we've, again, this sort of backs up our experience, I think. You know, we sometimes use that two-by-two two matrix of, you know, on the one axis you've got, are you task focused or people focused? On the other one, are you transactional or transformational? On the bottom left there is this task transactional right. piece. And, the, and it's very easy to get dragged into that in a hybrid environment. And you Whereas, feel like you're getting things done. You are. And, and you know, we satisfied. hear actually, all the research says, people are productive, mm-hmm. very productive, and they're getting tasks done. The, the, and it's obviously a balance because that's important. But actually these times are when we need to connect with people and be transformational because the opportunities are there and we're going through huge change. So it's a question, again, intentionality, being deliberate about how we're spending our time, I think, and connecting to the strategic and the people at the same time really is... It's, it's something we're tempted away from, but it's so important. Yes. And I wonder, too, whether we've just got a bit of a hangover from thinking that our work is a time-based thing. You know, you start at notional nine and eight and finish at six or whenever it is, but yeah. it's time-based. And you can be in an office and waste a whole lot of time, yes. to be honest. Completely. You're not making – so we – and yet we still have this guilt complex that if we don't see one another, somehow – we have to make up for it. 
right. and by making up for it is doubling down on the task because mm. we just do task time and we don't do any of the building of yeah. relationships whereas we're just we are in denial that this is different this is different yeah. we have to shift to a more open way of working yes and that sort of you know really we talk about this you know what widen the lens and sharpen the focus it's yeah. different Yes. So yeah. I think we shouldn't have a guilt complex. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a different yes. way of working. And the companies that you hear who are asking people to come back into the office, it's very much about knowing where people are and what they're doing. And really, that's such an old school oh. way of measuring outputs. And mm. if they could actually trust people to work at home and get things done yeah. and work together, it would be so much more productive. I've been amazed that they don't even have the. Imagination. imagination to pretend that that's not why it's sort of come back in the office so i can watch you i mean anyone who thinks also they you know that you can't do social loafing in an office that doesn't have no. you know isn't 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 using their own imagination we had the biggest unplanned experiment which was everyone now goes and works virtually and oh gosh what happens if the whole world falls apart it didn't, it didn't. everyone did pretty well yeah and productivity did not fail no. so you can never go back the balance no, of power exactly. has shifted yeah from employers to employees, yeah, that's different. Yeah, and, and so you know yeah, we've got to make make the value of that. I think you're right. There's there's that huge there's that change we need to make. Say trying to bring the old tools, and of course we've all become we've all got to where we are by doing certain things, and we have to change a lot of those, which means really making some big changes in ourselves, which is going to be a challenge. And we're in a transitional state, but yeah, it's, it's, and I, and I mean it's. We don't know that these hybrid teams were all face-to-face before. We've yeah. just done a comparison of hybrid yeah. and face-to-face teams. But if we think that quite a lot of those hybrid teams are relatively new, I think what we're seeing is that people immediately went for the task focus because that was this straightforward, easy, obvious thing to do yeah. in, a, in a crisis situation. But now what we're seeing, as you say, is this is the next reality. Hybrid's here to stay. And so now we've got to think about a new set of tools and a new way of thinking that means that we can be strategic in a hybrid context and we can build yeah. relationships because that was keeping us going and this is taking us forward. Yeah, It's really interesting just thinking about the work that we're being asked to do at the moment. I think they fall into two big camps. One is, can you help us to set direction as a team, transformation, and can you help us to connect as a team, people? So I do see people moving in this direction, starting a new phase. So I think yeah. it's, it's very positive. Yeah. Wonderful. If you've got anything else for us. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, which won't surprise anybody, is um, for hybrid teams, the, the technology for, for connecting is just dull. We've all heard about Zoom fatigue. It's just dull and it's easy to be distracted. It's quite hard to glance at your phone when you're sitting in an in-person meeting, but it's very easy to glance at your phone when you're sitting in Zoom. And so that, that not being together is allowing a huge amount of distraction and that particularly in the world we live with phones and you know so many ways to distract ourselves that's a real challenge well i would agree with that uh, the technology is boring i wouldn't agree with but if we, if we only had zoom i would agree with yeah that. so therefore it's okay yeah. it we've got to try but it, all relationships you've got to keep the connection fresh got to spice it up like in any relationship you know <laughs> you know 20 30 years together could be a bit, a bit less than exciting so you've got to, got to keep that and i think that's that really applies in a hybrid yeah. hybrid world and i i am incredibly proud of the way that we put a lot of focus 
and it doesn't feel hard work. It just feels we have to be a bit creative. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we fall into those traps of that we used to in the office, which is, oh, we need to impart some information. Yeah. We'll have a meeting. And actually, that's not a reason to get people together. You can impart information other ways. Um, so using recording video and sending that to people and having them comment on it is a really great way. The, the thing that I, I think has been really exciting, I'm really proud of, is how we've basically figured out to work, how to work asynchronously. Yeah. We use our synchronous time, as in those little slivers of time at the end of the day, to sort of actually get together and have proper conversations. But we can do a lot asynchronously. Obviously, email, but we've used Marco Polo. Yeah. Quite a lot too, you know, which is a video messaging app and many are available. But that's just a really quick way to for people to see your face talking and for us to actually move decisions forward when the other person's sleeping. Yes. I think it's, it's and I think yeah, it's been it's been great. I think as you say, it's refreshing, it keeps things fresh, but being really clear about what your time together is for, and that is for connecting. Yes. And we use it again with the intention of what what's the messaging we need to impart here and i think you know you and i dan we communicate a lot yes but it's never on the same channel (laughs) so there is a difference between um, a facetime meeting yeah and a zoom meeting because the FaceTime meeting may be a little bit more informal, yeah. and we've got to just, and we it's not we're just it's working all, through something. Yeah. But if it's because we work across a time zone, which is utterly brutal, really, when we think about it, and we cannot shift it, then Marco Polo is that asynchronous to be able to just sit in on, on each other's musings about something, yeah. which mm-hmm. becomes much easier for me to watch why you've done it during your day as I get up the next yeah. morning and over a cup of coffee. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you can text. Um, you've introduced, you know, voice voice messages. Voice notes, yeah. Voice notes. Yeah. That was a new <laughs> that's one. been great. You know, and that's again it's so what I find in from a neurological sense mm. it's there's a variety you, you charge oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't of thought of that. We do different yeah. It's and chopping it down yeah, seeing so, seeing the purpose of the communication. And I don't yeah. try and psychoanalyze why you've chosen that's one lucky. channel from another, which is good because I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no reason. Yeah. But no. it does but it's um, I find that provides a stimulating variety. Yes, that I have to keep. You know, I have to keep on top of and think about and go. Yeah. Okay, and I and gets me to fire up different parts of the brain. Yeah, no, that's that, well, that's, that's very interesting and leads me to my next. Finding. Oh, fantastic! Yes. A segue. A segue. You can come back. I have another round. So we compared the important scores for uh, hybrid teams and um, face-to-face teams. And the, the condition that had the biggest gap between the two was learn from failures, no blame. So hybrid teams consider learning to be the most m- most important, more than other, more than Yeah, right, got teams, it. <laughs> um, and I wonder whether that is because moving to hybrid, teams have just had to learn as they go. They've just had to because they were confronted with a situation they weren't expecting. And so, as you say, you try different communication methods. You'd say we're bored with Zoom. Okay, let's try Marco Polo. Let's try Miro. Let's try whatever. And so it has made people experiment and try. How do I connect with someone who might be anxious about a sick relative, who might be worried about their family? All of these things have have made people more open to learning. And I suppose the hope is that that might make people more open to learning in other ways that they work together. And so it won't just be in the practicalities of it, but it 
might be in the way that they learn and experiment in different ways. I mean, we do a lot of experimenting, mm. for example, when we're building Spotify and new functionality, we're always experimenting and trying to move on. And that's been really mm. helpful for us. And that kind of mindset could expand for teams that have moved into the hybrid world. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point, actually. Just, And I've had to sort of work this through in my mind a little bit. But that sort of opportunity to use the disruption to disrupt everything. Yes. You know, I, th- I think that and we, we can learn to become more experimental in our mindset, can't we? And I think that you're right. It's very interesting to see that hybrid teams have done that. They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've, we hope that they've been able to sort of see that learning is important because we've had to do learning here and they just apply that elsewhere and become more experimental. Yes. And we're not sort of, you know, we're, let's be honest, we're not the youngest of people. That, that, yes, exactly. I'm shocked. Um, you know, we, we're in our 50s and yeah. we've had to make, again, really, we can't just go, this is a bit too hard or this is something the other generation's done. No. And I found that no. incredibly stimulating. Like, come on, yeah. Let's just Brilliant. try it. There's got there's so much that is free, available. We've condensed down the the the, the opportunities to communicate. It just becomes so much easier, freer, yeah, and more creative. And I I found yeah. that that's that's quite liberating. And it also gives the opportunity to have your life. Your, your I don't. I feel less like I'm doing a job. Yeah, got really, we got you know we got tough outcomes we're yeah. trying to achieve. The pace yes. is absolutely on. Yeah, but you know, I have to get the ducks in before. Yeah, we do, before that's before, right. I mean, before, you know, you get the ducks in a row, don't ducks, you? Ducks, I mean, you ducks, literally, yeah, yeah, in before all, all the animals come out and want to eat them. Yeah, and it, but it's a you know, but I have kids like you do, and there's 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 flex. Yeah, in life. That means that there is this blend of the two, and that's what, for being hybrid, means that I am passionately living in the place that I love, and I am passionately able to do the work that I equally love, and it happened to be 12,000 miles. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. (laughs) I think we had a conversation about this recently, but talking about the learning, that we both agree we're learning more now than we ever have in our lives. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's... That's been refreshing. It's great working with you because you're always you want something new, something new. I've read about this. So, but I think that's really important that we find new things. Otherwise, we just turn into old gits. Mm. Yeah, and then <laughs> well, I for one don't want to that's be married to one. Technical term. <laughs> she said it. I right. take that. Uh, did you have anything else? What else have you got in your little coffer there? <laughs> okay. Ooh, right. It's recorded. <laughs> But I think it's really true. I think that, and that's, that is the intentional part. It's a little bit like yeah. the world is changing. We are moving to a, to a way and a future way of working. And, and we've got to, we've got to embrace it. Yes. And it's back to your original point. You can resist this or you can actually, it's, it takes a lot more effort, I think, to have the break on than to just let it go mm. and, and get stuck into it. So, yeah. But yeah. it's not natural for a lot of people. No, true. In large Fair organizations yeah, yeah, true. You've gone in with a set of rules that have Yeah, that's here. right. And so I think it's I think there's a real opportunity with this move to hybrid if it stays. Yeah. That people can have a new way of looking at work that they never had before. I think it could be a very exciting evolution of work. I think so, um, yeah. And, 100%. And, and the challenge, as we mentioned earlier, is 
people do have have built their own success. They've got to where they are, and it's it is a big transformation for people to uh, give up what made them successful yes. and try something else. So um, yeah, but an exciting opportunity, and we commend it to people. We do. We're still working on it. Absolutely, and I think the other part is to really enjoy when you're together. And yeah. I, I talk a lot in the teams and Squadify about it. when you're together, make it really count. yes, yeah, make it really count so that you are intentional why you're together. What is it that you need to be achieving? Well, what do you celebrate? How do you communicate? So you're actually more present. Yeah, I actually don't know how present we really were prior to this. Agreed. <laughs> prior to the pandemic, Agreed, we, yeah. we we told ourselves a rhetoric that you know that 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 we're busy and that means and, and we're together in the same yeah. same building, that means we're productive. I, I think that's all been thrown up. I hope so. I hope that's all gone. Yes. Yeah, well, true. which brings me nicely to the final Excellent. final finding, really, which is around communication. And, you know, there's a real uh, challenge that, that came out of the literature and was supported by our survey um, findings that, you know, communication in hybrid teams is really difficult and particularly individuals can feel isolated and communication can be patchy or inconsistent. So some people can know things others don't know and that and people can feel left out. And so to your point here, you need to be really intentional in your communications to make sure that you have that kind of transparency. And I know we as a team have found that using Agile and tools like Trello have really helped us with that kind of radical transparency, which is everybody knows what everybody's doing. Um, and that just gives people a real sense of knowing, yeah. knowing what's going on and not feeling left out. This is a fascinating one for me because time and again, when I've been involved in surveys of companies and things, communication always comes up. And, and, it, and, and when you talk to people about it, it's actually FOMO in a lot of cases. Yes. I have communication, but what am I not hearing? What are they hearing over there? that I'm not getting. And there's a constant doubt that you're actually getting the full picture. And and it's interesting, the research said that in this world, that is obviously accentuated. Um, But I think there's a, as you say, those transparent processes, I mean, Agile Scrum for us has been amazing at that, that we have short, pragmatic, you know, planning and retro meetings. And in between, we actually have all of our tasks really clear to each other so I, I don't you know no one feels like they don't know what's going on because it's actually all there yes. so I, I think it's a really good point and not 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 easy to do but that can really help I think you called it radical transparency once I think it's I think that really helps yes. with that it's a very smart answer to that communication device but it just needs a safe place radical transparency needs radical yeah. safety in a sense that you, <laughs> in order to be genuinely transparent about what you've got on your plate you need to be feel safe and comfortable to share with others and to let others see what you're doing mm. um, and so yeah. that's a that's yes. a balance yeah and i think to you know definition of a team is having having um a common goal yeah and you've got to you've got to make that really clear you've got to yes. know that you are all in the same team and got each other's backs for the for the same goal. Yeah. And you know, I I'm, I'm feel that a thousand percent. I know you hate that because it's over a hundred percent. You know, knowing you, Peter, you, know, you can actually do things yeah. at a thousand percent. I forget I, you. You are allowed to say it. No one else can. <laughs> but it does. You know, just to to have that sense of unified direction 
of which we know that we have huge dependency on each other to achieve. Yeah. You know, we, we are a relatively small team, but we need that. And I think, therefore, you you prize the value of communication. It matters. It matters yeah. what we say to one another. It matters how we say that to one another. And sometimes, you know, I, I would find that I have no other human being in my time to talk yes. to, next to. So whilst I'm doing all of the work virtually, I miss that sometimes, the banter. But I would come on to a team call in the evening and it would just be the most joyous experience. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. that mm. level of communication because it is fully transparent because you, you get a sense of being part of the team together. Yeah. And it would always, always have lifted my spirit. I, I feel very lucky to be part of that. Yeah, I think so. I feel the same. And um, I think the other thing I, I think we've really valued is that we do talk, you know, relations, as we learned from that feeling, relationships come from emotions. And I think there's a there's definitely a task conversation, but you, you have to deal with that emotion. And my, I think one of the things I've learned is if I feel it, I'm going to say it. So just check in. Did that land right? Because it's very easy to have misunderstandings across thousands of miles. And I think what I've learned is, oh, that's something happened in my gut. There. Hold on. I'm actually going to check in on that. However, sort of slightly weird it might seem, but that's going to keep things on track yes. and not let things fester. Because you have to be super intentional about that, I think. Yeah. 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 And to be confident to ask each other, are you okay? Yeah. Because I think it's a bit like um, when we talked to Adam Baducci, you know, from the, yeah. from the New Jersey um, police force and he said you can hear in the tone so yeah. i can tell when something's <laughs> going on with you something's happened but it but it but it's there so you just check in you yeah. just check in it doesn't mean that you have to sort of go and find out what it is but just is everything all right because yeah. you can feel it you get to know each other so well yeah that your ability to do that is close to witchcraft but i think <laughs> we're, 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 we're all capable of it to some extent. And I think I think even for the amateurs among us, is, the ex-engineers even, um, is to listen to that voice that's saying, hold on a second, what is that? What is that tightness? What is that cloud that put across their face? What is whatever it is? And not to personalise it, it, not to say no. that it's because we well, live a life. Yeah, we, we have a life, don't we? Yeah. Things and other go stuff on. happens outside. Yeah, exactly. And that just might need some attention to yeah. and recognition. And then you can then go, okay, now we, yeah. can, now we can move forward what we've got to talk about. Yeah. My, the thing I keep noticing or I kept noticing during the pandemic was, how are you doing? I'm okay. That's, that's an absolute alarm bell. And I think in the old days, oh, good, they're okay. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I'm really tuned into that now and it's worth the second question. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it yeah, is, so. I think it's, this came through a little bit in the research, but it is a little bit of generational thing too. So generally, older people find it a little more difficult to bring their emotions to work. Yes. that wasn't what was expected. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, I certainly remember when I was working in investment banking in the 90s, I was invited very clearly to not bring any of my personal life to work. And, and that was part of the role. And so, and yet what we see is that the younger generation who are starting in work or in their 20s True, are yeah. much more comfortable about sharing how they feel and the balance of their lives. Yeah. And so I think that's another thing that we need mm. to perhaps allow ourselves to learn from the younger generation about, I hate the phrase, bringing their whole self to work, but actually genuinely recognising yeah. that there is a person with a life that you're dealing with. 
So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask each one of us a question to finish off here then is, so what's the, been the best thing about working as a hybrid, really or as a virtual team for you personally over the last thousand days? I mean, I've worked remotely from the office since I moved back to the UK. So it's 12 years. I think for me, I would have to say it, it, it's a bit obvious, but I love the flexibility, the work, into, the, the integration really that I can have between work and um, and the other aspects of my life, which sort of all combine together. Um, but I do like the aspects we've talked about today is actually really working on how we make this, I can't help the old engineer, make this efficient, but also meaningful and bring emotion into it. So I've, I've really enjoyed that challenge. For me, I think it's being part of a global team. You know, there's seven of us in the core team. And, you know, we've got, I, I work very closely with Himaya in the Philippines and with Felipe in Colombia. Yeah. And I can start my day with one, end my day with the other, yes. chat with you in Australia, talk to Dan here. It's just incredible to, you know, sometimes I go up into the mall and think, here I am in Yorkshire working with a Look, global yeah. team and all of those different things that that, that gives me insight into. I was talking to Maya about a, a typhoon uh, yeah. in her place and talking to Felipe about You're the right. elections it's in so Colombia. True. Your, your world is so huge and so interesting. Um, so the opportunities for me to work in a team like that is something you couldn't possibly get with working in a It is weird, isn't it? You bump into people and you're talking about their work. You, you have no idea. I've been working with someone... Yeah. People across the world. Fifteen thousand miles. Yeah. So, Pierre, obviously, for you, it's working with the hands. That's yeah, number one. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's the what's I'm number two on the, what's, no, what's number two no, on the list? I, I think I would. I'm, I'm very similar to both of you. I, I find it really stimulating, um, and I, I've enjoyed the challenge. There are challenges, but yeah. Yeah, I enjoy yeah, leaning into the challenges and embracing it, and I found mm. that really stimulating. And I feel like. Personally, I've been afforded um, an opportunity to embrace work in a completely yeah. different way mm. and find all these incredible pots of gold. Yeah. And, Brilliant. you know, there will be opportunities for us to travel and to, you know, see each other. But, I'd, yeah, to me that, that, that opportunity is, yeah, a real privilege, actually. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm. Wonderful. So, Julia, what did our friends at London School of Economics ha say? How do they summarise where we should be focusing on time? So they had three key areas um, in their recommendations for hybrid teams to really focus on. And I think we've talked about that it's really next level skills. Um, so really for hybrid teams, it's, it's everything's harder. But in a sense, it's just doing teamwork really well. And here are the three things that they they identified that are particularly challenging and um, one is making sure that you're really building relationships we've talked about that a little bit before that that actually relationships are the way if you build that solid base and create psychological safety within a team that's really going to enable you to work better as a team and there's a whole lot of research to show that strong relationships um, drive performance Ironically, though, we find consistently in the Spotify data set that strong personal connections is the lowest scoring hmm. um, for condition yeah, for importance. Yeah, yeah. So we really still have a mountain to climb for teams to understand how important that is for team effectiveness and performance. Mm. Um, the second one is technology. So 
not just using Zoom, but actually choosing your technology to fit your communication and really changing it so that, we, so that we keep people engaged and mm -hmm. avoid distraction. And then the third is communication. And that's really about making sure that you're incredibly clear um, and not just in information, but understanding. So making sure that everybody has that shared understanding, coming back to your definition of a team, being a group of people with a shared objective, making sure everybody knows what that objective is. And I think that's that would play a big part that information on the don't assume that people have clarity mm. and, and i think when you're in when when and i i actually would say that whether you're in the room next to them yes in a bar or whether you are doing that across in a virtual virtualized world don't assume it it's the, yeah. it's where the biggest misunderstandings happen and where we can fracture yeah and, and become less productive and again this this whole experience has made the humble question even more important than it was before, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. very powerful. Um, well, oh. Juliet, thank you so much for bringing that research to us and your oh, wisdom, pleasure. as usual. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, thank wonderful. You. And Pia, it's an absolute joy to see you. I know we talked about remote working and it's delightful and amazing and opportunity filled, but to see you in person has been with a you delight. And drink elderflower press. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's, it's the rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> um, over here, that's for sure. But uh, thank you both for, for, for that and a wonderful, wonderful session. But that is it for this episode. You can find show notes and resources at squadify.net. Just click on the We Not Me podcast link. If you've enjoyed the show, as we have, please share the love and recommend it to your friends. Also, please do give us a rating on your favorite podcast platform. You can also contribute to the show by leaving a voice note with a question or a comment. Just find the link in the show notes. We'd love to hear your experiences of hybrid working. We Not Me is produced by Mark Stedman of Origin. Thank you so much for listening. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>